I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to a disappointed Wayne Jackson Studios for around 22, 2017. These are dark days at our times. No words can really express. Adam, you might be able to, Adam Rosenbergs, you might be able to help me, uh, Kind of talk it out. I guess it is good to talk about it, isn't it? Yeah, you need to you need to have a shoulder to lean on. Yeah, absolutely. And these tough tough times for both of us, really. <laughs> you probably more. You you're probably you're more. right. You're right. I oh, know you're right. Yeah, there's obviously a longer history. Yeah, we got the news this week that Zach Dawson's retiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Are you laughing or crying? It sounds like you're doing both. I'm nearly crying. You're nearly crying. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even know he was still playing. But Zach Dawson is officially, he's called the pin on a, on a stellar career. Uh, I am tearing up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, he probably broke the news in front of the Freo, the Freo players last week. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to kind of just bite their tongue and not smile. <laughs> so, yeah, he would have he gone into Ross's office and gone, Ross, I, uh, I've got something... I've got something to tell you, Ross. And Ross was that, um, look, uh, I'll be honest, I lost I lost the magnet with your name on it <laughs> two years ago. So he played He played with Hawthorne until 2008 and was picked up by the Saints. Yeah. And then Ross gave him a lifeline when he went across to Freo. So Ross must really love him, hey? Yeah. Hey, bear in mind, though, this is a bloke who played, I mean, we do gonna, we're going to laugh at him, but he played, 100, he played 166 games. Yeah. Yeah, he won't get a farewell game. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. How can you not? All right. As much as, you know, you, you want to get games into the kids and, you know, he's a bit of a, a warrior for your club, but he's not like a, a super player. But yep. you just got beaten two games in a row by 17 goals. That's true, actually. The least you could do is put – you're not going to do any worse with Zach Dawson yeah, out him, there. Yeah, like, let him do a lap at the end. Let him get out there. Yeah. He says – and this is <clears> – <throat> Lyon says uh, – uh, that Zach's really comfortable in his own skin. Don't uh-huh. know what that means. He said, I don't need to validate my career with a farewell game or jump in a car and go around the MCG. So well, he's Ross, not going to do that. Yeah, so Ross has knocked that on the head. No way. He's not even giving him a farewell game or a fucking ride in the car. Give the man one thing. Come well, on. He at least deserves... I mean, at least let 100,000 people laugh <laughs> one final time. To his credit, to mm. his absolute credit, uh, he played in four grand finals. That's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. So two, three at St Kilda. Yeah, because uh, you have the the draw, obviously, and then the Frio twenty thirteen one. So how long was he? How long was he at Hawthorne for? I'm looking at it now. So two thousand four to two thousand eight. And did he famously play in the game against Anthony Rocker? Is that when? Yeah. he uh, got monstered. Basically, I did. I think I think Rocker might have kicked about five or six on him, yeah. or maybe even more. Uh, and it was uh, very early, so I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia now. So it was 2006. So if he's cut by Hawthorne in 2008, and he'd only he only played 14 games. For did the he play? Years. Was he there for the Premiership year? Or was he cut that year? He was there for the Premiership year because I remember on the um, on the replay of the footage of him running out with other people in the suit, getting around, the, getting around the boys, getting around them. Yeah, getting around them. So he's been a part of a Premiership side essentially. A listed Premiership player. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then he, um, so he got monstered by Anthony Rocker, and then yeah. Clark, I think Clarko's kind of thing was like, his papers left, stamped, left him on him for a long time. Yes, kind of teach too long. Him, you know, teach him a bit of a lesson. And yeah. Then he kind of became a bit of a kicking bag, punching bag. So punching bag. Oh no, no, kicking bag. and punching bag. No, fucking for Hawks fans. And so then, but Ross Ross Lyon must have. He must sees something, see something in, him. in him, yeah. Well, I guess you know what he sees is a man, he'll go to war for him, Michael. He'll do whatever Ross the boss asks, even if it means, you know, costing him a couple of grand finals. He was out there. So it's good that they've got that bond. I wonder if he'll come back to Melbourne or if he stay in Perth. Like, but do you think about his future? Well, um, he's a Calder Cannon, so it's a Victorian dude, right? Yeah. yeah. So could he, co- could he coach other... Other shit backman come over and go, here's what you do. You get uh, six goals kicked on you in a quarter. But what about, think mm. about this, the idea of the toe poke in 09. Yeah. That Zach was the one who punched that down. Yeah, he spoiled. He, he spoiled, spoiled Ablett. So, he, like, there are millimetres of history. Because doesn't the legend go that behind Ablett there was a Saints player free? Like, there was people free on the half-forward line? First so it, killed her. Yeah, so Zach got maybe more of a fist onto that. Oh, it could have bounced They would have been forward. off, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can blame him for that, though. No, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, like, well, the history. Bl- Should we blame him? Yeah, let's blame yeah, him. Yeah, let's blame him. Yeah. Like, get a proper fist on it. Yeah, actually. <laughs> You're a professional footballer. Yeah. You've been in the system for five years. You've been playing down back. Yeah. That's all you do. That's all you do. Just punch <laughs> the, the ball forward. Yeah, yeah. No, he cost them the grand final. Maybe that's what uh, people, they should replay that as he goes around the MCG. <laughs> just to remind Saints fans of, of what it was like, but, but there was no, some... but no one's in the ground, so an empty ground on an on, on ice, oh. yeah, on a freezing cold night. So we do, and they just play that, they play that on a loop over and over again. <laughs> so and Zach has they, to sit in the hold and so perhaps and tomorrow, tomorrow night on a Tuesday night and a darkened MCG, <laughs> Zach Dawson just goes around, yep, because he doesn't deserve a proper no lights on, no, 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 just no, that no on lights. a loop on both scoreboards, yep, and he's got to drive the car around himself. <laughs> he doesn't even get to sit in the back. I don't mind it. But we lost, we lost, uh, we lost uh, Rob Murphy, Bob Murphy, Bob Murphy, Robert yeah. Murphy. We and lost him and Josh Gibson and Gibbo. So we're losing some big players this year, aren't we? Nick Rewalt was in tears when he left the ground. He, he cries quite easily, doesn't he? He's uh, going to leave. I actually am going to go to that game next week, the uh, Richmond St Kilda game. How come? I uh, just got a friend who works for Richmond, so I thought I'd go along with him. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, and he added a thing. He's like, oh yeah, that's Rewalt's final game. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm going to that. Yeah, be quite nice. I think it'd be a nice yeah. game, and, and it doesn't look like the Saints will make the uh, finals. But uh, yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, it's a shame that Gibbo can't doesn't get to play. It's always a shame when they're out injured and they don't get their fa- farewell yeah. game. It's always nice to be out there. Yeah, get cheered off. Who doesn't love to get cheered off? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I, I think Gibbo will go around um, on Friday Prior night. Prior the game? Yeah. yeah. Down at Idiot. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess he should. I wonder if... Because um, it, it potentially Friday night could be Bob Murphy's final game as well. It's looking very likely that it will be. Well, him and Hodgie, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. The Hodgemeister. So it's a big one, yeah. It's yeah. massive. So who should... should who would you... Who, who goes off first? Yeah. Because <laughs> they'll do a guard of honour for both, won't they? Well, I guess both teams will line up, yeah, and both uh, walk arm in arm as mates. Having said that, Ooh. if the doggies might still be a chance to play the, in the eight, so I suppose if dogs win, they then have to play a waiting game over the weekend to see. Oh, how that so do they give out. a proper send off? So I think they'd give the send off to Hodgie, and then Bob will have to wait. No, I would imagine though, because because of where they're situated, things need to go. Essendon need to lose to Frio over in in Melbourne for the doggies to make it. So that's that's almost impossible. You'd figure, you'd figure. So they could just basically go, but, it's Bob's I mean, last game. But Adam, I mean, football is a funny game. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> and actually, the players might get up for Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's, actually, do yeah. For, let's do it for Dorso. Do it for Dorso, yeah. yeah. Now, 
Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a winning elephant it is. Uh, something the mighty for the blues. first time since 2005. Yeah. Uh, I can't quite remember, but I reckon I might have been at that game. Uh, I've got a feeling there was a game in round about that time when Eddie Betts went mad and kind of uh, kicked a bunch in the last quarter. Yeah, I definitely was at that game in 2005. I think Brad Fisher, Carlton's uh-huh. number 14 at the time, might have kicked the sealer for us in the pocket. Stood up, took a mark, booted the goal. Gotcha. So was it 15 in a row? Yeah, something like that, mate. There's no need to bring up history. <laughs> but I was saying to you before the game, I was nervous by the fact that, even though I know we're a comprehensively far better team, uh, <laughs> uh, those kind of records worry me, you know. Like, uh, I think earlier this year it was like, oh, Hawthorne hasn't lost in Tasmania for 20 games. You go, well, clearly yeah, it's going to happen lose. today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I thought Carlton were very good. It was a good game. I quite liked watching it. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, it was pretty. It, it, the skill. I thought the skill was was pretty good. Mm. And uh, I just love that we got into James Sicily. Is he is he the worst bloke in the competition? He's like, got a bit of the Toby Greens about him. People don't seem to like him one one Do you iota. Like him? I What's like him a lot him? because he's on, on my team. You want those people on your team. And I, I do like people. him. I do like his kind of. Uh, uh, Temper. I like his... Uh, Seven free kicks he gave away. Yeah, yeah. But that was a fucking moron. But also I like uh, the idea that a club would be... Because they seem to go into the, a target on him. Yes, So yes. you'd be quite happy about that, wouldn't you? We go like, you know, they they, um, they had to kind of formulate uh, a way to nullify him. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, they put a defensive forward on him, Jed Lamb, who I think is quite lippy himself. Yeah. He, he seems like people would quite easily it's hate him. give and take. Yeah, I mean, Basha Hooley knocked him out. <laughs> I don't think Basha Hooley's ever knocked anyone else out <laughs> in his time. So he's he obviously not a like yeah. yeah, he's got a punchable face. Um, but I, I just thought it was it was a fun game, and it's always it's just so nice to fucking win, mate. Yeah, sure. Like so, I, I'm just not used to it. So take me through the day. So you did a gig for the Caltonians. Yes, I was there for the Caltonians, which is a coterie group, I guess. Uh, and um, so it was my. Oh, there'd be some money in that group, hey? It'd be a little bit of coin. Oh, there'd be some beautiful And also, we were, we're celebrating the '87 Grand Final. Yeah, so that's nice. We've got to look back on history. So was that before the game? Yeah, they did a lap. Yeah, gotcha. No, so the were they at the function as well? They were at the president's function. Gotcha. We were next door. Nah, but uh, not quite up to the standard. Not quite, but Tommy Alvin and David Glasgow Dave came Hughes, in with the Dave Hughes was in there. <laughs> yeah, Andy Lee was in there. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Ma. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> I was with Andy Ma. Oh, there we go. And, uh, oh, we know the, and, and the... Limo and, um, and Emma Rates from the Outer Sanctum, yep. the two uh, disgusting Hawthorne supporters that they are. <laughs> and so, yeah, we just, we just chatted about the – it was a little bit of a panel. We talked about what footy meant to us, Michael. Oh, so it wasn't like actually stand-up. It was like just a bit of a chat. Just a bit of a chat. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the the, the rivalry and how, you know, Hawthorne uh, people are so arrogant and how much we hate them. Yep. And so that went down pretty well in a pro-Carlton room. (laughs) You really are hated people. (laughs) So it was a good thing. So who came in with the cup? Uh, David Glascott and Tommy Alvin. And did um, Six get up there to do a bit of the old stuff? <laughs> he didn't. We, I didn't see sticks in our room. He okay. didn't come in. But Tom Elvin has kept the same haircut that he had in 1987. And no way. It wasn't a good haircut in 87. No. And it still it doesn't hold up. Does he tie it up? Is it? He gray? does tie it up. Is yeah, it, it's neat. Is it grey by now? It's greying. It's yeah. actually not as grey as you'd think it would be for someone who would have to be in his fifties. Have to be early fifties, yeah. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Um, so no, it's surprisingly going okay. Um, so when uh, we sent out a tweet yesterday, just about how this show wasn't going to be happening till today, by the fact yes. I was right. You know, I'm in a dark room watching the '86 Grand Final. Yeah. Anyway, it's got on YouTube, and I watched the highlights of the '86 Grand Final. Uh huh. And I don't know. Maybe is it because I'm a little kid? I was more fascinated by it back then, but. You knew every player. Like, if I watched a game now, I wouldn't be able to kind of name each player. But the, the kind of maybe the 
the characters or hang on you knew each Carlton player pretty as much well? yeah pretty much everyone picked right? it up yeah and I don't know if that's because I was you know nine at the time and you're yeah, really you're into it yeah. yeah or it's just that the, those teams just had so many kind of star players oh, yeah. do you reckon too because there was only 12 teams back then there was less players to know mm-hmm. they were all Victorian so you're yep. probably and again you're obsessed you read the record yeah you know everything like well probably, I knew numbers back then I don't know numbers now of I'm, players, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit loose with numbers now, like particularly at Hawthorne. What numbers, Josh Kelly? Wear? Uh I don't know. Twenty-two. But um, <laughs> see, I wouldn't know. Like the that doesn't prove anything, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I wouldn't know probably the bottom half a dozen Hawthorne players. Like you've got yep. a couple of Irishmen in. No fucking idea who. Yeah, got you. Connie Glass, man. Tell you what, did you see him last week against? Was it no two weeks ago against Richmond? The run no. down he did. Oh yes. Oh, that in was amazing. Square. Yeah. So he's a character. Apparently, um. Oh, someone told me they put a GPS on him. Not like at the club, not just yeah, like yeah. a car down the They're street. They're following him around. And uh, the top speed was 30-something Ks, and I think they equated it to a 10.4 hundred. Fuck. Um, yeah. That's super quick. Yeah, I think Bolt reaches about... I think Bolt's about 38. Yeah, Ks, right. I think. So um, he could safely run through a primary school zone. <laughs> he actually, yeah. <laughs> Which is good to know. That's the good analogy. That's yeah. Too, yeah. yeah, even if a kid runs yeah. out in front of him, not his fault. Can't uh, get charged. That's a good question, though. Like, it's say, like, Bolt got to 41 Ks. Yeah. Does the policeman say, hey, get a ticket? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Fast, He's breaking fast. the law, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. So did you enjoy the game on uh, on Saturday night? Yeah. No, it was pleasant. Yeah, uh, uh, obviously. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad it... Well, I'm, I'm not glad it knocked the head on our finals opportunities, but I kind of figure, like... Uh, what were we going to do in September anyway? You weren't going to do anything. Yeah. You lost to Carlton. Uh, remember, remember you, you said it was a buy? Yeah, I did. You yeah. cast Carlton as a buy. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no, right. I, th- I think I also said we were going to beat the Gold Coast by about 20 goals and we yeah. lost by about <laughs> 15 ourselves. <laughs> um, so it's good, mate. So what, what are you going to do in September? What are, you, what are your thoughts? What's going on? Oh, well, that's a good question. You might be able to help me out. What, oh, do, what do people do in September? Well, what you can do is go along when your mates' teams are playing and then just get stuck into them. Okay. Make them feel shit about uh, them losing. Yep, yep. So that's a lot of that's a really interesting and fun thing to do. Well, you've had actually quite a bit of history of doing that to me in the last. Yeah, absolutely. While. No, I just go along to see Hawthorne <laughs> lose. So yep. you've got to pick a team that you go. I don't want them there. So say it's Geelong because uh-huh. it's going to be in Melbourne. No, nah, I'm going to say Melbourne. They've had it too good for too long. Oh, you're going to go there to hang shit in. on them. I'm going to get my get a uh, the wooden board and the, the cheese platter like yep, that yep. dude the other day. I'm going to make uh, jokes about them going to the snow. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, no, they'll, they'll want to hear that. Talk about their negative gearing. Yeah, they've got, <laughs> out, they've got uh, patches on their jackets. Yep, yep. Fucking idiots. <laughs> How far do you think Melbourne can go into the finals? Uh, I hope they win a final, but um, I think I think it's out of the top four. Uh, actually, no, you've got to, and you've got to add Sydney into that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think five people can win it. Don't think Essendon are going to go too far, if they get there. No, we'll, I wouldn't we'll, we'll do this later. Yeah. Our final eight, but... Um, yeah. Anyway, it's particularly good to, it's good to Adelaide and, um, and Giants with um, home finals. Yeah. But it's just, anyway, forget all that shit. No yes. one gives a fuck. It's just good that Carlton's back in the winner's circle. That's all that anyone cares about. And you know who else can be in the winner's circle? Who, Michael? Our Junk Time listeners at oh, yeah. our Two Guys, One Cup crossover post grand final show. It's going to be a beauty. We're back at the European Beer Cafe upstairs there. Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson from the Two Guys One Cup podcast. Uh, four o'clock on the Sunday after the grand final, yep. which, if I remember correctly, is October 1. 
Oh. Tickets can be found at Try Booking, and already they're flying off the shelf. Well, it's going to be a huge one. If you, if you remember, last year was a lot of fun. I walked into a wall. <laughs> it was a great afternoon. And that and was after dodging about 15 pint glasses that are on the ground. Yes, yes. It's massive, obviously, last year, last year when the doggies won, will win a dog's fam, obviously. Uh, I don't know if too, I don't, I don't know if any of them are going to be uh, saluting this year unless so, maybe about three teams get found taking drugs. So all four of us uh, basically have the September off. The bridesmaids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at, least, at least there was two teams in the, in the finals last year. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It was great fun uh, last year. So yeah. get down there. Yeah, gonna... tickets 20 bucks down at trybooking.com. And also for the, uh, the bi-week show that we're going to be doing in, what, two weeks now? Yeah. Um, if you didn't see the um, information on the social media during the week, not only do we have Luke Hodge yeah. confirmed now, Luke Hodge, absolutely 100% confirmed. Yes, it's going to be great. Uh, Justin Kuzitsky. Oh, we can ask, we can, sorry, we can ask Hodgie what he thinks of James Sisson. Oh, that'd be a good question. Whether or not he thinks he's yeah. a cockhead or not. Write that down. Yeah. And he's off the leash now, so he could say it. Yes. Yeah. And also, we added uh, Fitzroy, Sydney legend, And Sydney Collingwood coach. coach. Yeah, future Collingwood coach. Future Collingwood coach, Paul, Paul Roos. Roos. Which is quite incredible. Yeah, that's going to be great. Now, a lot of, I've had a few uh, people asking on Facebook and Twitter whether or not this is going to be put out or whether it's a special for the live, just for the live people there. It is going to be put out. That's our episode for the week. There may have to be some edits in there. We've got to check with Justin Kaziski on a couple of stories that we would love to get out of him. He's but got a couple of crackers. Yeah, that we, we, want, we want him to tell on the night and we're going to see whether or not that can uh, be out there for you, you faithful junk timers. Yeah, but, um, yeah hopefully, hopefully he says yes. It's or if you don't have a ticket... Come along to the show and ask him yourself. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah, hang out the front. Maybe yeah. he'll do a, uh, uh, an impromptu show downstairs. But talking about Paul Roos, obviously you just said uh, might be the next coach of Collingwood. Duck came out during the week. Oh, well, if Wayne Carey says it. So he got near to the ground. Yeah. And that's not too far because he's a duck. So it's actually not too far to put your ear to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. And he said uh, his word, his mail, for what it's worth, is that Paul Roos will be at Collingwood next year. Which makes sense, doesn't it? Well, uh, you can't imagine they're going to get rid of Nathan Buckley without landing a big fish. Yeah. And and Wayne Carey knows his shit. I mean, he's the man that said that pain is your body's way of <laughs> telling you to stop. Yep. You know, so he knows shit. He knows stuff. And so if he's heard that, and also, Rusey has not done much to deny it. He's he, kind of come out and said, oh, yeah. I haven't, I, I'm not going there yet. Yeah. And if they, if they want to have a coffee with me, I'm happy to catch up with them. He's got a bit of a never-say-never attitude, hey? Yeah. Which I think probably has to do with how many um, zeros might be on the check as well. I imagine. And also, he can set his own agenda. He can. Like, he, he, I, I, he could ask for $5 million. And I reckon they would almost have to go for it. Yeah. They're the biggest club in the land. Yeah. That, that would get... That would, um, the memberships that would sell instantly mm-hmm. if Paul Ruse comes back mm. and says it's been eight years. So he said, I liked, obviously, Sydney. Mm. And he ummed an art about Melbourne... Well, and then yeah. he, remember, he committed for two years and then committed for three after that. Oh, that's right. It was two with the option, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And so he, he seems to quite like that. But he said he's going to be in Waikiki from November to January. Wait, this year? Yeah. What? what? Well, just, just don't go. <laughs> no, but he's committed to it. He's, committed, <laughs> he's already put the bomb back down. Yeah, already. well, he's already, got, like, uh, he's already got flights. Can we get it right? Can we work it out f- for once and all? Yeah. Does he have a... Oh, well, we can do it. The live show. Does he own property in Hawaii? What period of the year does he spend there? Yeah. Where's Tammy from? She's not from Hawaii. Is she not? I don't think so. Oh, is she just from... Maybe they just go there because it's a little bit closer. They I don't want to go the extra four hours be a nice to, spot. Yeah, obviously it's a nice spot. To LA. But we've got to work out... All right, these are the big questions. Yeah, we won't even ask him about his time in, at Sydney. 
But he did have another idea, and we'll ask him about this as well. And this is a beauty. I mean, this guy, this, this is why people, this is why they, uh, Collingwood... An innovator. Him. Yes. An innovator. This is why people uh, would want him at Collingwood, because they go, not only does he know about clubs and how to win a grand final, mm-hmm. he just knows the bigger picture. Yep. He knows how to keep a side um, mentally ready. Yeah. And charged. And never, there's no, no lulls. Yeah. He, he doesn't want breaks. Mm-hmm. He wants a team ready to fucking fire. So he reckons the qualifying final winners, mm. they should then play each other um, during their week off. Yeah, so before they get to the prelim. So first semi-week. Because essentially, uh, sorry, essentially, um, if you win the qualifying final, you will have played one game in three weeks, is it, or four weeks? Because you have a bye, then a game, then a bye. Um, yeah, so one game in three, three weeks. Three. And two in four. four. Two and four, yeah. Yeah. So he's saying the week after you win the qualifying, when you're supposed to have a bye, you play a scratch match. Yep. With? Your future grand final opponent. Yeah. <laughs> with that other team who won the... Um... Yeah. And he's not saying a whole thing. He reckons about half an hour. So 15-minute quarters, maybe. Yeah. Maybe no time on. Um, maybe 12 aside. Yeah. And oh, like an AFLX, perhaps. And uh, no tackling. No tackling. Yeah. Okay. So you just have a run around. So but that's his idea. That's what he reckons people should do. Well, he says you have to have a very physical game or some sort of game, and it's probably more likely going to be an intra-club match, you think? Hmm. But he said if you were, say, uh, two Melbourne-based teams or two Sydney teams, if you were horse... I like it. It's like, it's never going to be two goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. teams. <laughs> um, if you were horse or Leon Cameron, you would certainly pick up the phone and say, let's get together. So he picked it up. Have he goes, Kick horse, around. g'day. Let's get together. He goes, what do you want to do? A scratch match, mate. <laughs> really? Yeah. He said they would be thinking about that already and At considering a different show. things. Like Manly, um, oh. North Sydney or something. Yeah, that, what about the Sydney Football Stadium? Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's big enough. Yeah. It's not, not anyone's team. Yeah. I would go to watch that I'd scratch I'd go watch match. that, yeah. It's a grand final preview. Uh-huh. He said, because I think everyone involved in the system understands not playing those games in round 23 and two weeks of the finals is certainly not an ideal preparation for a prelim. You've already had a week off. You've got yourself freshened up. You play a game and then you have another week off. There wouldn't be a coach in the AFL that would say that's great preparation. I think there is slight merit in it. Not, not to say, like, you know, you should be going around and playing, you know, your opposition. But wouldn't every team just play a scratch match anyway? Yeah, I reckon they would. Like intra-club? I reckon they would. I'd like to actually look at the history of, like, uh, the winning of the qualifying final. What percentage of people them have got into the grand final or even won the grand final? Be I think it'd be quite high. high. Yeah, it'd be, be very high. high. You yeah. need that. You just you refresh, Michael. Yeah, I mentally think so. and physically. I have a very vague memory, and I'd have to look it up. And maybe a junk timer out there might know. But I've got a feeling during seventy-five or seventy-seven that I think North Melbourne may have even gone over to South Australia to play a Sandville team. I've got a very vague After memory. After they won of the that. second semi. Let's have a look. During a week off, maybe they finished top, and then. Oh, of course, Maybe yeah, they had a week first, off there. Made that first week off, yeah. Yeah. But I've got a vague memory of that. If anyone out there might know, I might be able to look it up and find it. But I've got a vague memory that they went over to um, play a Sandful team. But, but how, I mean, come on, Bruce, he hasn't thought it through. How's it work? Like, is there, is there reports? Huh. No. And you oh, know what that means. Here we go. <laughs> Toby Green is kicking people in the face. Oh, dude, if you don't get reported... So oh, this could be fun and games. This is a no take rule. Out your, yeah. Take out your opposition. Fuck, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have Buddy running Crazy. out Crazy, you're, you're an innovator. Who wouldn't buy tickets to that? that? You'd have to have it at ANZ Stadium just to get the crowd in. So you get to watch during... Look, we, I mean, we're, we, uh, we don't like to 
promote violence. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. But it's a little bit extra game before that. Mm. But yeah, like so during first semi week, you could get to go and watch. You could go and watch the Giants and the Swans, maybe. Yep. Play at the Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah. So it's, it's got rules, like you, you know, you obviously have to. Mark, it's a regular a mark, game. Yeah. It's a regular game. Yeah, it's, but a, it's a mark, mark. But you know, whatever happens, happens. something happens to kind of just yeah, no close, cam- close on you from the back. No cameras. No cameras at all. So okay. it's just if you're there, you can tell people about it. Yep, I was no, there. Yeah, no movie. So you've got to hand your iPhone in when you get uh, yep, there. Yep, I like it. I like it. And they, you pat you down, and uh, they go for it. No GoPros. No GoPros. Yeah. Nothing. So you can say I was there. Yeah. When uh, Jeremy Cameron just bashed the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. I think it would work. Oh, that's great. I think Ruzi's onto something. And we can ask him about it at the live show. That's a terrific idea. Yeah, he's a smart man. Hey, I'm worried about one thing, Adam. What's that? I worry about a lot of things, but I'm worried about one thing. Mm. Um, Gary Ablett. What are you worried about? He's, a, he's contracted to the Gold Coast for 2018. Let's put the old house up for sale. That doesn't mean anything, Michael. He probably just wants to rent. You know, he's capitalising on a, on a, a, a really positive... Um, You're right. It could be a financial move. Yeah. yeah. A positive, yeah. Uh, you know, industrial rental... And it's unlike Gary Ablett to make a financial move, I must say. No, no, no that is exactly true. So he is, um, he's just putting it up. I reckon he's just going to get himself a little bit, a little bit of a, a two-better place. Oh, yeah, two-better. Well, he doesn't need a house that big. Have you seen the house? It's a massive place. It's got like a, a spa that sits in the middle of his bathroom. Yeah, and I, kind of, I think it kind of uh, veers off onto the, the water, like the beach. Yeah. It does look quite incredible. I think it's down near the canals up at the Gold But Coast. do you think of the speculation that you're going to be moving back to Geelong, or the Geelong greater area? Yes. Is it the best idea right now mm. to put your house up for sale? Oh, you want to get the maximum value. I mean, it, it just helps quell the rumours. <laughs> He's just put him to bed. He's gone, you know what? I'm selling the house, but don't even think. That just means I'm even more You're committed. reading too much into it, guys. Yeah, I'm putting money in to the Gold Coast yeah, uh, the, economy. The community, yeah. Yeah. So I'm helping people out. Like maybe there's um, some ostentatious wanker out there uh-huh. who needs to buy a big gaudy house. Yep. I'm helping him out. Yep. Because maybe I just, I'm just going to downsize. Maybe by the name of the can, Mr. Can, Candyman. Yeah, Man. Mr. Candyman. <laughs> who, as we pointed out, got pointed out to us, the Candyman was drafted to North Melbourne. He was. I think he might have even done a bit of time in um, Sydney as well. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I've actually played a game. Yeah. Uh, former model. Is that right? Yeah. Now he now he's full time Candyman. Now he, it's like he owns cigarette shops, right? Or yeah, he's tobacco. in the tobacco industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he inherited a lot of the money as well. Oh, okay. And he also likes to have uh, women walk around in um, uh, um leashes. Yeah. So well, how do you fine, d- upstanding. How do you do it, citizen? <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, back to Gary. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he he gave up the captaincy so he could focus on his footy. Yeah. And I think that he's given up the house so he can focus harder on the footy. Because you know when you're thinking about uh, mortgage repayments, That's it right. clouds your judgment. You're lining up for goal, you go, fuck, is this, like, is, should I have got fixed or variable? Yeah, no, he's there going, oh, the living room needs a lick of paint. Yeah, just little things like that get, that tick get away. Get off your mind, yeah. Now, he can just run out there, he's just paying rent. He goes, oh, fuck, the carpet needs fixing, not my problem. No, I'll just call a real estate agent, get them to fix it. Do you think Geelong will take him? Uh, I reckon you'd have to. How, how would you feel if you're, say, Corey Enright or, you know, James Kelly, Stevie J, all these guys, they moved on because they were too old. Yeah. And then they get back a 34-year-old. I mean, he hasn't even, he's had dodgy hamstrings. Yeah. He's only played – he hasn't played for weeks. I know, but the romance of it is so great. Yeah. Has Geelong made noises about wanting him back? Well, they, I think Chris Scott has kind of um, said, you know, kiboshed the idea. Yeah. What if they got Gary and Nathan? And uh, – I actually, that's not bad. 
Get them both back. Dan Senior and Jeff. Yeah, why Get not? Them all. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think Nathan. Who would love Geelong fans would love to see Nathan back out. It there. might have a bit to do with how far uh, Geelong go in the finals, obviously. But if Geelong win it, yeah, you'd hardly think, oh, we need to top up with a thirty-four-year-old. Well, yeah. But if they get to a first semi. Do you say we need to get him so in? So if they lose, if they lose in the prelim again, like they did last year to Sydney, uh, do you think they go? What we needed was Gary Ablett to get us over the line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What if someone else picks him up though? What if he goes to the Hawks? You guys do some sneaky deals. No one expects you to get O'Meara. <laughs> would you be happy with Gary Ablett and a Hawthorne jumper? I've been here a bit more. Oh, the poetry that'd be romantic as well. Yeah, it would. A couple be. Ablets go through Hawthorne. Yeah, and another Ablett comes back. It's haunting. Or if he went to Brisbane. <laughs> so he's selling that because he just wants to move up the highway. Up yeah, the yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Could happen. Hey, should we play? See if you can pick the final eight, okay? How about that? Okay. We'll oh, I, think, I think it's almost locked, basically. We'll get on the ladder predictor right now. Oh, I lo- I, You know, I love a good... A, I do pre- love the ladder predictor. Ladder predictor? Yeah. yeah. I love doing it. You know when I do it? I get down there from round one. Oh, to the that's whole thing. It takes me hours. It's like the people that do tipping competitions where you have to do the whole year before the year starts. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. So, uh, we'll do the margin as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Hawthorne and Dogs. All, All right, right, so I'm going to go the Doggies will win that by 19 points. Okay. I'll pop that margin in. Uh. I mean, it's a, they're going to be out there for Hodgie, but I just can't see the Doggies dropping it just because they need they need to win yeah. to, to go back to back. There's a lot more for them yes. uh, than Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood and Melbourne. I'm going to – Melbourne Melbourne have to win it. So, I'm going to say Melbourne by 23 points. In quite a good game, and it would be Nathan Buckley's final game as coach. Can you put that into the predictor? <laughs> <laughs> Type that in. You can't actually put. You can put amounts in, but you can't put kind of a specific. So it's like one, twelve, thirty, sixty. But I'll just put near what you said. Cool. Uh, Lions and Ruiz. For me, that's the match of the round. Well, I believe it is, and I believe <laughs> that North Melbourne will win themselves a wooden spoon. So I'm going to pick Brisbane by five goals. They're playing quite well at the moment, Brisbane. Yep. So they've been they're going all right. And I remember last uh, c- couple of weeks ago, you mocked me, said they're, they're on the bottom. And mm. I said, well, they're not going to be on the bottom, Michael. They're on yeah. the way up. They'll be 17th. Hey, did you see, uh, you know, how you talked about the new NAB uh, mini All-Stars? Yes. Whatever that, they were going to be Chris Fagan. Yeah. He didn't get a, he didn't, didn't get a run. That's, that's an oversight. Yeah, but we got, what, Nick Nat, we got... Uh, Jason Johannesson. Yeah, we got... A little dusty kid. I'm fucking scared of him as well. <laughs> They've done that really well. <laughs> and you know what they had in the background was Dusty's dad. <laughs> Mini Dusty's dad being taken away by customs. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. Oh, that'd be awesome, Mini Dusty's dad. If they did Parents Edition, so oh. it'd be Mini Mini uh, Lance Franklin Senior. I would love that. Oh, that'd be uh, Mini. Uh, um, oh, you need Ruby uh, Mini Wayne Carey's dad. He was a cracker. <laughs> I he don't was remember Mini Wayne. Oh, there was an article we years ago. I think, when, crazy, I think Wayne, Wayne, Wayne was having a tough time. Mm. And uh, I think the quote, if I can remember correctly, um, uh, Duck's dad got into a bit of trouble for, quote, I think it was in the paper, it was something along the lines of um, uh, punching up some cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in the Herald Sun. See that you know what would be good? A mini Ricky Nixon. Oh, dude. Selling his own book out in front of a bakery. Why don't we run banks? Yeah. Why don't we just do our own junk time? Little, I mean, I mean, it's hard for us access to kids, <laughs> but if we did our own ads, I think they'd be a ripper. Uh, everyone, let us know. Tweet us and Facebook us. Let us know what little mini you want to see. Uh, I want to see the, I want to see the, 
the mini pizza man that hanging out. With <laughs> <Gary>. <laughs> oh, a mini Gary Ablett would be good as well. Oh, it? dude. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, just a, a little, a little mini, um, a little mini. Well, he wouldn't be mini, but a little Colin Sylvia. Just a little, you know, your little butterballs you see, little yeah, fat yeah, kids. little tub dudes. Yeah. Can't just, be too hard to find in Australia, we're obese. Yeah, exactly. Just one of those, just rolling off a balcony. Oh, that's awesome. I think there's, there's good, there's big scope there. <laughs> Spons and Blues. Uh, I'm afraid that Carlton's winning run might be capped at one. So I'm going to go with the Swans by ten goals. Yep. Okay. Port Suns. It's over there as well. It's not in Shanghai? Not in Shanghai this no, week. it's in Adelaide, is it? Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Port by... Can you go 12 goals? they got a 12-goal option? Uh, 100 points. Yeah, go 100 points. Okay. They're going to flog them. It's going to be huge. It's a big match for this one. So it could be a grand final preview. We're getting a grand final preview. Cats and Giants. Down at the Cattery? Down at the Cattery. I will go for... Geez, that's, that's going to be a ripping game. And they get Tom Hawkins back this week. I'm going to go with Geelong... By the barest of margins. Can you put a kick in there? Uh, yeah, pretty much one point. Yep. Question without notice. I'm sorry oh, to do that too. Shit. Uh, if the Cats and the Giants play each other in a final, do you do that down at the Cattery? That is a very good question without you have notice. To, you? And I would say yes, just because of the fact that GWS won't pull a crowd. Although, how many can Simmons Cadenia Park hold now? 35 or 40? 35. Right? Would you get more than that at the G, even though it would be. Why not put it at Eddie Had then? So you get, uh, yeah, like it's not a bad idea. Yeah. When's the last time a final was played at Eddie Had? Uh, that is a good question. And it's a question without notice. Too, sorry, okay? sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's repeated questions without notice. <laughs> Dueling questions without notice. The only, the only final I really remember uh, being at Eddie Had was the one where Buddy uh, pretty much single-handedly beat Adelaide. Against in, Adelaide. In 2007? Yep, the uh, elimination final. That was the last one I really remember. Hmm. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Surely there would have to have been. Yeah, because the last ones I've been to have all been at the G yeah. over the last, you know, five, six years. I can't remember there being one at Etihad recently anyway. Yeah, not in recent times. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I would say put it at Etihad because at least then you'll get 40, 42. Uh-huh. And it's more than they would get at Geelong. And, and, and it's, it's still a parochial crowd anyway. Yeah, and it's not like a half full MCG, which looks a bit bad on yes. in September. Uh, Essendon and Frio. Oh, Essendon by... Uh, a lot? Yeah, go go 100 points. Yeah, okay. Uh, a good one here too, Eagles and Adelaide. And where's that? That's in Perth. Oh, maybe final game at um, Subiaco. Final game ever? Yeah. Fuck, does... How does the ground get it? If they don't play a final. Well, they're not, they're not playing a home final anyway. Uh, yeah, no, probably not. No, they, they won't finish six. No, I think you're right. Yeah, So, uh, but I'm going to go with Adelaide winning that one. Adelaide winning that? Yeah, by, by a small margin. Go, give me two goals. How do you say goodbye to a ground? Yeah, do they give it a, a guard of honour? Yeah, do, they... do you remember the final um, Princess Park? Yes, I do. Was that when Melbourne... Maybe smashed... No, no, uh, no, that wasn't the okay. final game. No, I think our final game might have been against Melbourne from mm-hmm. memory and we probably didn't win. It was in a dark time for the Carlton. So would that have been in a 2002, three? I reckon 2004 maybe. Yeah, gotcha. So let's have a quick look for that. So I think the Pies at Victoria Park, I think that was 99 and that was against a strong uh, Brisbane at the time, yeah. Do you remember last game at Moorabbin? Uh... No, I don't. I mean, way that would have been mid nineties, wouldn't it? Or would have been that would have been late nineties. That would have probably been before they moved over to Etihad. So they'd probably moved to Etihad in two thousand, I'd say. And Waverley, but they were at Waverley before that, weren't they? 
Yeah. Sonas. And Waverley was 99 when that shut down. Yeah, okay. And that was the Hawthorne, Sydney, which I couldn't go to, but it was chock-a-block, full house. Oh, of course it was, mate. Yeah, so the last game at uh, Princess Park was in 2005. Richmond and Saints. To round off the round 23. I'm going to say the Saints by two goals. No, sorry, the Richmond. By two goals? I completely got that wrong. Richmond. Okay, uh, by your permutations, the final eight hasn't changed. So it's Adelaide, uh, Cats, Giants, Richmond, Port, Swans, Melbourne, Essendon. Dogs. So run me through my first week of finals and according to Rosie. Okay, uh, Adelaide versus Richmond over there. Oh. Cats and GWS at Etihad, as we've decided. Yes, as we've discussed, yes. Uh, Port plays Essendon. That's nice if Essendon gets in after all that. Yeah. And then um, so that, that, that would and be Melbourne. That would be a Saturday and Sunday game because you're going to be back-to-back Adelaide Ovals. Ah, oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. they play the first one on a Friday night yeah. and then backed it up again on the Sunday. Oh, Adelaide-Richmond Friday night final. That would be pretty big. Yeah, that would be massive, wouldn't it? Having said that, and both are playing on the, on the Sunday from what I can look, see here. So yeah. you wouldn't get too much concerns about the, the break. Yeah. It's not and like then someone's playing on Friday then someone's playing on a Sunday. And who do the Swans get then? Uh, they guess uh, Melbourne. Oh, that'd be massive. Mm, actually, that'd be a good game, wouldn't it? Yeah, so Geelong would potentially be the only game in Melbourne that weekend. And down the bottom of the table, unfortunately, we have North. Getting their, f- their first number one draft pick. You've uh, finished uh, 15th with yes. 12th. Blue baggers. And the Dogs have missed out on percentage, but by quite a, quite a deal of percentage, about 12 points. Okay, so they need to beat Hawthorne by about 150 points. Actually, that might be a good point, yeah, they need to have a... A good old-fashioned shootout. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that wouldn't that be great? Hmm. I've missed the shootout. We might wrap it up. Uh, don't forget our Two Guys, One Cup crossover show. Uh, tickets at trybooking.com.au with uh, Charlie Clisson, Will Anderson. We are Junk Time for Pod at Gmail, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, don't forget the stubby holders, Adam. They're oh, at. Yeah, at uh, bigcartel.junktime.com. Are there no footballers in real life this week, mate? Oh, sorry. I Come on, it's a staple oh, of the show, people. I oh, hope people haven't kind of you know, switched off. No, they'll see that there's a few minutes to go. They know to hang around. They know you're professional and oh. you bring it every week. I'll get it up. Here we go. Uh, from Ferg. Uh, spotted. I was down at the local shops in Atwell near Frio's new training base and I saw a sad-looking Daniel Pierce at, at Galloware buying a tub of ice cream. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lives locally as I've seen him in the fruit and veg section at local Woolies a few times. No veggies this time, just a tub of cookies and cream. I guess he didn't need to stay in shape because he won't be playing against <laughs> the Tigers tomorrow. Uh, and let's be honest, next season. Uh, must be taking a leaf out of Colin Sylvia's book and getting a head start on retirement conditioning. <laughs> Thanks, Ferg. But see, Colin Sylvia was genius. He did it even before he was retired. And then you see, we got did we, did I know? Did we know that Frio had a new training? Yeah, uh, I think it's down... Is it uh, Coburn? Oh, okay. I think it's down there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's massive. It's fancy. Like, it's a real kind of community centre yeah. centre too. It's not how it's spelt, Michael. No, no, that's <laughs> one thing we'll, we'll giggle at when we get there. Yep. Uh, here we go from Jason. Uh, I'm currently living the bogey, boogie dream in the Virgin Lounge this evening as my perk, a perk of my employment. 
Not sure how familiar listeners are with this corner of the world, but as per usual, protocol, you have to make as many toasted sandwiches as you can possibly <laughs> fit in your body. Currently being on a weight loss related bet with our housemate, I selected salads. I went back to the bar to pick up a low sugar beverage. Stepping back from the topping section, I accidentally bumped into a woman who also had toasted sandwiches on her mind with short hair glasses and a black polo and blaze with the Adelaide Crows logo. It was none other, other than AFLW Premiership coach uh, Beck Goddard. Oh, cool. I can only offer my sincerest apologies for my clumsiness disturb- disturbing a pre-flight snack preparation. She didn't seem phased and kept her eyes on the prize. That's cool. You've got to load up on those, though. They must go through, because you know how uh, all the players fly virgin? Yeah. So when you've got, you know, 30 footballers in there just loading up, <laughs> they must run low on, on bread and... Do they go premium economy or something? Or do they just go regular? No, I think they go regular. Yeah, because Virgin doesn't have business, does it? Uh, I think they've got like maybe four seats. But I was on a flight to Perth once with uh, Collingwood and they were all um, they were all in the economy section. Yeah, gotcha. Although they get they get all the emergency exits and they get the ones at the front of the cabin where there's a bit more leg room. Oh, it'd be horrible for someone like a Sanderlands. But I mean, I suppose any kind of travel would be horrible yeah, for him. Yeah, he, he just can't travel. He shouldn't travel. Yeah, <laughs> Because he'd be sitting next to Ross going, oh, I'm just chewing his ear off. <laughs> anyway, I'm real. I've told you how much I like Zach Dawson. He's a good guy. Um, let me think. I'm trying to find. Sorry about this delay, guys. See if we can find another one. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is from Kieran. Uh I had beers with Jeremy Cameron and Ryan. <clears throat> I had beers with Jeremy Cameron and Ryan Griffith at Five Dock. Oh, the Five Dock Bolo the other night. I've been to Five Dock. You've been to Five Dock. Five I haven't Dock? been to Five Dock. Five Docks near kind of Roselle near uh, Balmain. Okay. I had a special friend in uh, Five Dock. Oh, that's nice, mate. Lovely Miss Amy. Uh, <laughs> Griff Rock, Double Black Denman, and RM Williams. Uh, but I can't tell you about that as uh, both that engine shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I wonder how close Ryan Griffin's eyes are in real life. <laughs> I hope that's going to get in the paper. Surely. They're going to be suspended for finals. Surely <laughs> the Junk Time AFL podcast finally gets a mention for getting two players suspended. For finals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank that's you. That's what we're good for. Thank you for listening to a kind of you. We're going to hit the road. Go Hawks. And go the Blues.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 